Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires, and I'm so excited that you decided to join me again on this podcast. On the last episode, we talked about the situations and trials that we go through in life being just temporary, that that what we're going to see or what we were in was not going to be forever, that God did not bring us this far to leave us. Well, on today's podcast, I want to encourage you again through the scripture that your ladder will be greater, that the best is yet to come, that there will be glory after this situation. Just keep trusting and believing to see the glory and the salvation of the Lord. Please enjoy this episode. If you've been in church for a while, you've heard the terms that I use in the introduction. There will be glory after this. Um, Your ladder shall be greater. The best is yet to come. But these are just not cliches. These words are rooted and grounded in the scripture. And we're going to take a look at Haggai chapter 2 and to show you that this stuff is founded in the word of God. To give a little background on Haggai, God had commanded the people to rebuild the temple. Once the temple was complete, he said to them, you know, if you thought the glory of the house was better last time, just wait until you see the glory that I put upon this house. Let's take a look at Haggai chapter 2, verses 6 through 9. For thus said the Lord of hosts, yet once in a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all the nations. And the desire of all nations shall come. And I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than of the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord of hosts. Listen, that is a promise from God that after things are rebuilt in your life, after things changes in your life, that the latter part will be greater because it's in God. That it's all a part of the promises he has for your life. Listen, he said, yet once more, I'm going to shake some things up. So he shakes some things up in the heavens and earth, but he's doing it on your behalf. Yeah, there may be some uncomfortable times in this current state, if you're still in this temporary state. There may be some current, some, some situations that you just are not happy with. But understand this, when God brings you out, there was glory after this situation. He has promised it in his word. He's promised to bring you out and do something greater with your life. Listen, if we look at all the Bible characters, we will look through all the stories. You ever notice that people are never left in a situation? No matter how bad the situation seems that they're going through, it comes, the scriptures say, well, it came to pass, you know, it came to pass and then the glory came. Like God promised Abraham that he would have a child, but it took many years and he had it. Job went through his trials, but then he got double. So we see through the scriptures that the beginning part that we see in someone's life is not therein. So likewise with you, what you may be going through currently, it is not the end. God has promised to do something better in your life. Why did he promise it? Because he has thoughts towards you. God has got a purpose and a plan for your life. Listen to this in Jeremiah 29 and 11, a familiar text. He says, for I know the thoughts that I have toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, 
to give you an expected end. God has an expected end in mind for you. So you don't have to worry. Yes, the process is tough. Yes, it's frustrating. Yes, it may be sad. But that's when you have to begin to die to your will, die to your complaining, die to your frustration and understanding what you're going through is for God, will we come work out for God's glory? Doesn't mean that he's happy with some of these things that we've been through in our life. Some of the situations that people in our lives make or we've made, don't mean he's happy, but he can get glory out of it because he has a divine purpose that he can turn everything around and make it better. All right, let's look at um, Isaiah 43 and 18, uh, the new thing he promised to do. 43, 18 through 19. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now shall it spring forth, shall you know it. I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Listen, he tells them, remember the former things no more. So that's what you got to remember when God brings you out, when God brings you out of the situation, when this new part thing starts happening in your life. Don't remember the former things. Don't sit and complain and worry and sad and bemoan those processes because he is doing a new thing within your life. He promises in his word. We have to be confident that God is doing things for us. Let's look at Philippians chapter 1 verse 6. And this is what he says. He says, being confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in you, will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. It is not on you to try to make the promise of God happen in your life. God does it like this. He gives you a promise to build up your faith. Then he takes you to a through a process to make sure that your character will be able to handle what he's taking you through. When I heard that from someone, I said, that is a very awesome thing. So he gives you the promise. So while you're in the process, while you're going through the trials and tribulations of life, while you're going through the fiery furnace that you may be going through, he gave you the promise so you remember that he loves you. Remember that he has a plan for you. Remember what he said he was going to do for you to be encouraged through that process, that no matter how long, because I told you last week, temporary is a long time sometimes. Temporary may seem long to us, but it's still just temporary. So while you're going through this thing, the shaking, the breaking, the molding, the chasing, the growing, the maturing, what you need to know and keep your mind on is the promise that God made. Listen, I know for a fact that sometimes you're in a part, a place in life that does not look like anything that God said or promised. It makes your eyes water with tears. It takes you tossing and turning at night. It makes you say, God, where are you? What are you doing? But understand this. When you come out, you're better than you went in. Listen, we can take a look at Joseph, and I won't take you through the scriptures, but take a look at Genesis 37, I think through 50, if you want to know the story. But Joseph had a dream. And he told his dream to his brother and his father. And they resented him for that because he was favored by his father. And so he was thrown into a pit and ultimately sold into slavery. Then he was getting blessed in Pharaoh's house. And the wife um, made a, um, tried to, you know, make some indiscretions with him. And he ran from her. And then she accused him of violating her. And he spent time in a prison. And while he was in a prison, he was interpreting dreams and thinking that was going to bring him out. And he had to stay a little while longer. But when he came out of that prison, God promoted him to just like Pharaoh in the kingdom of God. And God did a work in him so much so that when he saw his brothers, there was no hate. There was no anger. There was no bitterness. 
He forgave them and blessed them and his family was restored. Listen, that process that he went through in that dungeon took out the hate out of him, took out the bitterness out of him, took all that out of him that when he saw his brothers, he could be forgiven, he could forgive them and he could be reminded what God had called him to do. God had called him to that situation to save many people. But if he hadn't have been in that dungeon all that long time, I, I wonder if it, if he would have been, wouldn't have been better, if he would not have been able to operate in the grace and the mercy and the love that God had called him to operate to. So listen, these processes that you're in, let God search your heart. Ask him to remove the complaining. Ask him to remove your will from your mind and put his will within you. That as you go through this process, when you come out and God puts you in that new thing that he has prepared for you, where the glory is greater, where the joy is greater, where the provision is greater, you won't be looking at, at the former situation. You won't be remembering the trouble, but your eyes and your mind will be on what God has done and you will have joy in this place. Through your process, through this place that's temporary, but then your outward man is decaying, but this inner man has been renewed day by day, that you can be better. There's glory after this. Guys, there is glory after this. There is glory after these situations. I know it can be frustrating, but understand this. This is just a temporary place and glory is coming. The glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former. The experiences you had before will not compare to what you're walking into if you faint not. The scripture says, be not weary in well-doing. You will reap if you faint not. Don't faint. Don't fight. Listen, in these processes, you're going to be tempted by the enemy to act unrighteous, to fight, to fuss, to complain, to, to, to be bitter, to be angry. But listen, go through in faith. Go through saying, God, I know you got something for me. God, I know you called me. God, I know you got plans for me. God, I know your thoughts are not my thoughts and your ways are not your my ways. Give me your mind, God. Give me your heart, God. Give me your understanding that I will stand in your truth. God, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Cry through it if you have to. Pray through it if you have to. Fast through it if you have to. But it's going to get better, I promise. And it's not based on me. It's a based on according to the scripture. According to the scripture, he's doing a new thing in you. According to the scripture, he has plans for you. According to the scripture, the glory of the latter shall be greater. So I want you to be encouraged today. Have this thought in your mind. The song that Israel said, sung many years ago, he said, your ladder shall be greater than your past. If that encourages you, sing that. But understand that your ladder is going to be greater. That there will be glory after this. That like the song used to say, the sun will come out tomorrow. Listen, it's sun is coming out. That's the second song. We love the movie, Annie. But the sun will come out tomorrow. So be encouraged. The ladder shall be greater. The glory is going to be greater. The anointing that God has in us for the calling of life is going to be greater because you went through the process. Don't do like many of us do. We bemoan the process. And through the process, we're fussing, we're fighting, we're worried, we're losing sleep. But let's say from this point on, we're going to sleep well. From this point on, we're not going to worry ourselves to death because God has called us to something greater. And this is just a temporary process because my greater is coming. My greater is on the way. 
Listen, love never fails, so you keep loving because the God of the love of God never fails. He loves you. He wouldn't put nothing on you that he couldn't bring you through. If he brought you to it, he'll bring you through it by his love and grace. It won't always feel good. It won't always be like you want it. But all things can work together if you trust God. Your ladder shall be greater and there will be glory after this situation. I love you and I thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.